0: Sick.
1: And, and we, we just, just watched Jason, Jason X
0: <laughs> I'm not that sick
1: <laughs> my throat
0: hurts a little bit
1: he's, uh, all sick. he's drinking tea. Drink
0: tea
2: in the year 2455 on a routine training mission a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time wow they're on their way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought him on board. Everything's under control, ma'am. What the hell is going on?
1: Jason Voorhees, that's what's going
2: on.
0: He's an unstoppable killing machine.
2: Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back.
0: How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What? Are you high? Hello. Oh, no.
2: You have got to get them out of there. Hey, Slappy! I think we're finally okay.
1: What the hell is that? You've got to be kidding me. Oh, wow. it has been modified. Oh, you think?
2: You guys might want to run.
1: I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek?
0: Yeah, so Jason X, we, we, we watched this because uh, my friend David requested it via Twitter. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he was like, yeah, you guys should you know, check this movie out. I'd like to hear you guys review it. So we, we went for it and sure watched it on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Kia, would you like to tell us the basic sure. plot synopsis? Yeah. Of Jason, Jason somehow X.
1: survives the previous movie, and he ends up in cryogenic status stasis. Oh. Cryogenic stasis.
0: We should uh, back this up just a little bit. Like we should note, Jason X is the tenth movie in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Yeah. So, that's why it's Jason Voorhees, you know, Jason X. So,
1: yeah. Yes. Oh, hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Just got it. Oh, really? I <laughs> thought it was because it was in space and it was supposed to be super cool. Oh. Anyway, so. Jason 10. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so he survives the, the, the events of the first movie, which is, or the, the previous movie, which Jason goes to hell. Mm-hmm. He and they, he ends up in cryogenic stasis sometime in the future. Um, in a,
2: in he, the future of 2010. He yeah, gets
0: run into.
1: That's when he's. That's 2010 when he's yeah. in a and yeah.
0: It opens in kind of a modern setting, but it's slightly in the future of yeah. the film. Yeah.
1: Okay. and then he wakes up much further in the future. It's like two, twenty four, fifty five. Yeah, right. Um, and Earth is doomed. Earth is destroyed. So yeah, Earth is like a wasteland. A wasteland. Yeah. So these the, the people who find him trick, put him on their spaceship, and they're transporting him to Earth two, and then while they're being transported, obviously, he does what he normally does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ha- yeah. The, the crew expand. slices and dices.
0: The crew that finds him and like a normal person that got frozen along with him by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never really specified why they take him on board. I guess they just think he's a relic of, yeah, like a by- bygone era. I mean, it's kind of like archaeological find to them, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, well, they mention that. He's wearing a hockey mask, and hockey had been outlawed since twenty twenty four. Yeah. So maybe they they knew this guy is, you know, a relic. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty old school. So yeah. take him back.
2: They're like, "What's this thing? I don't know." Put him on the ship. Let's take him back. Take a look <laughs> at him. It's also I thought it was weird too that so, they find Jason and the lady, and they take him on the ship, and they're like, "Oh, we can save the lady who's been stabbed, but we can't save the guy who has not been stabbed."
1: I noticed uh, that. Well, I didn't know if that's because they sensed something going on with her body. Like, oh, she still has... I don't know, because she said something.
0: Well, um, depending on the canon, <laughs> right? Of Like, if you've watched all the Jason movies, um, like, he, he looks like a zombie, kind of. Like, he's decomposing and kind of messed right. up looking and stuff. So they may not have understood that he was, like, a living like a viable thing that could right. be animated like maybe yeah. they thought that he looked like he had deteriorated quite a bit because mm-hmm. of decomposition and there'd be no way it, w- it wouldn't have been hard for them to add like a line or two right. just to specify that because it really didn't make any sense that they were, they were urgently trying to save her yeah. and bring her back to life but Jason it was just like yeah whatever cart him into that room and have an intern look at him <laughs> yeah. like we'll uh, just have him fall out right <laughs> like, naturally naturally yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like yeah, you know you want to put this guy on ice on your ship I mean just to keep the mess out. But um, whatever.
0: This this movie uh got made partially because uh the the rights holders to the Jason franchise, Friday thirteenth franchise, wanted a new film to keep like interest in the character going mm-hmm. while Jason versus Freddy was in development hell. Mm-hmm. So that movie was they were struggling to make it since like ninety six or something like that. It's but for a long time they've been trying to get it made and it was floundering and uh, this idea came about because they thought it wouldn't uh, conflict with any future Jason versus Freddy movie because it's set in the future so it doesn't have to like kind of the continuity doesn't matter really. They can kind yeah. of do whatever they felt like. That's a good point.
1: So technically, even though I'm assuming, I don't remember, but he dies and Jason goes to hell. Kind of, yeah. But I mean, he goes to hell. That isn't right? necessarily... <laughs> Jason X doesn't necessarily... Does not take place right after Jason goes to hell. So obviously something... Because this is a future... Right. And you
0: okay. could, yeah, that's a good point. You yeah. could kind of theoretically say that something happened in between yeah. Jason goes to hell and yeah. Jason X, the beginning. And obviously,
1: Freddy versus Jason happened. Right.
0: But <laughs> right. right. So they,
2: but they make no effort whatsoever to try, try right. to explain it at all. There's it's like a like research they've, it, they've caught him somehow. Right. The they, military yeah. has
0: captured Jason. He, he's like under lock and key at some weird research facility that's built at Crystal Lake, yeah. the, the the campsite or whatever, somehow. So there's lots of gaps of logic that you just have to fill in as a viewer. Yeah. And I guess they felt like as filmmakers
2: it, it was And I mean, so. I feel
1: like there's a lot of gaps with Friday the 13th yeah. anyway. Mm. Yeah, I kind of
2: I feel like they made this movie bad on purpose in a way where yeah. like uh, like like in this movie Jason is also a Harry Houdini style magician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he does the thing where he's all locked up and then cuts away and then it's uh, they pull the the uh, what do you call it the blanket off of him or whatever and the guy who was watching him is the one mm-hmm. now shackled up but he's been killed. Right, it's uh not just did yeah.
0: Jason kill him, he, like, put him in the shackles as well. Yeah, and he was somehow
2: <laughs> able to get out of the shackles and then put him on him and then kill him. Or maybe yeah. he killed him and then put him in, I don't know. <laughs> but it was a cool magic trick that I didn't know that uh, Jason knew how to do.
0: Um, you you brought up that, you know, they made it bad on purpose. I mean, it did feel like when we were watching it at certain points, I was like, this may, this feels like a sci-fi movie. This feels like one of the bad yeah. You know, for lack of a better, uh, was it Sharknado? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it felt very much in the vein of that, like it was just silly over the top and very tongue-in-cheek, very winking at the camera over and over again, which to me is a problem because I think one of the endearing things of the old Jason movies Mm -hmm. um, from the 80s is that they play it pretty straight. Like, you think, like the kids that are in these movies... uh, play it as though they're in a real horror movie that is actually scary and not this silly, campy, right. uh, you know, over-the-top hijinks or whatever. Um, so yeah, something about the characters winking at the audience kind of messed it up a little bit to me. Like, I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I feel like when someone's trying to make something bad, like, it it loses the humor that it, something that's truly bad has. <laughs> But if they're in on the joke, but, it doesn't—the joke doesn't work. Exactly. That's yeah. why I, I really don't, don't like those Sharknado movies because they're purposely making these movies bad. Right. And then I don't understand where the humor is in it at that point. But I don't know with this movie—it's bad, but it's—I didn't think it was as bad as like I Frankenstein because I Frankenstein was boring. According to dry
1: Tomatoes, it's not. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
0: What, what is the Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes for this? Nineteen percent. Nineteen. And what did I Frankenstein? Do you remember off the top of your head? It's like. Wasn't it like four percent or something like that? Um,
2: yeah, I Frankenstein was like a, a boring bad movie. This right. was 3%. at least.
0: Three percent.
2: So yeah, at least like Jason X was like yeah. somewhat like. That's an excellent distinction. The and you know. there
0: there were some laugh out mo- loud moments where yeah. like all three of us were like, bah! you know, yeah. like when something happened, uh, you know, so. Uh, there is something to be said for that. Uh,
1: yeah. Are you wearing your, your Friday the 13th shirt on purpose? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing sense. I'm wearing cool my
0: uh, Cavity Colors cool Friday the 13th the VHS Horror shirt in honor of, of doing a our first Jason movie, which is my one of the worst Jason movies <laughs> uh, for the podcast, I but that's like, kind of fun.
1: Craig and I had already seen it. Jeff hadn't seen it. Right. And yeah. it's been a few years since I've seen it. And when I saw it the first time, I feel like I liked it as much as I like any Friday 13th movie like it was fun. Yeah. But when I watched it again, it did seem very 1990s like USA TV show. Well,
0: you know, it's <laughs> funny that you say that cuz I have a theory uh that actually I, I stole this from Mystery Science Theater 3000 back in the day. They watched a Canadian movie mm-hmm. um and they they were like, "Yeah, you know, uh Canada's kind of like 10 years behind us in fashion and <laughs> sensibilities and stuff like that. And that's why they were reviewing a movie and or watching a movie and they were like, what, this is from 1991? This feels like 1978. You know, like right. they were joking about it. And that's what this movie felt like. It's a Canadian production. It makes sense. Though. And it feels like, even though it was made in 2000, it definitely feels like 1990. Like there's yeah. something about it that does yeah. not feel of its time right, at like, all. It feels like a throwback.
1: mid-90s. Or yeah. Like it's very... Even the the set is very it's very underwhelming. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's kind of like a low budget Star Trek kind of set.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, and we just noted a while before we started recording that the budget for this thing was eleven million dollars, which just seems unreal. I mean, I know that's still a modest budget, which is double what
2: Get Out was. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Get Out is five million, so it's over double. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by in two thousand sixteen dollars too. Yeah. So. uh, I mean, it's, it's,
2: it's, yeah, we were just wondering, like where did the money go?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, it's, I, it's unreal, I mean.
1: I will say, I think the strongest thing, I have something I really don't like about it, but I think the strongest thing about the movie that I liked is, there's, um, like an android woman that becomes all, like, a dominatrix, and she, like, beats up Jason for a while. I thought that was kind of fun, that was cool. And then, um. When they flash back to not flash back, but they kind of harken back to like his '80s campground kills. I mm-hmm. thought that was funny. Right? To me, that was that's when they were kind of tongue in cheek. They're like, "Oh, you want to come smoke weed with us? <laughs> you want to have premarital sex?" And it kind of like like hey, what's what I'm looking for. Like I guess harken back to all the tropes that were that right. are usually in his movies. Well, so this, I thought that was fun. That was a cool.
0: That that was an inspired gag where they distract Jason with a virtual reality world, like a yeah. like a what do you call it in Star Trek? The or like X Men the, the Dame, holodeck. Holodeck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a holodeck. And they make Jason believe that he's whoa. I walked into Crystal Lake yeah. circa 1980, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's there some great gags with like what Keo was talking about, and then also how he chooses to kill the campers is pretty yeah. great. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. he puts them in, in sleeping bags and then smashes them together, and then smashes them against a tree, yeah. which is a throwback also to a classic kill, in one great. of the uh, older Jason movies mm-hmm. where he's he kills a camper by. <laughs> I thought like if the movie two. had
1: done stuff like that throughout, that could because I thought that 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 thought that was one of the strongest. Parts of the movie,
0: yeah. When That's it when cool. it looked like they actually knew what the character was and gave a damn, it, it did mm. work well. But when it was just like a weird sci fi movie, yeah. uh, You know, but what I don't get, and maybe they they tried this and it just didn't work. Is, I mean, Jason Voorhees on a spaceship would be scary. Yeah, if, if you it know, was like, like a alien serious version. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like Jason Voorhees. Like if you you accidentally picked up that cargo and it was mm-hmm. like space trucker style. And suddenly this thing dethawed and it started killing people. Yeah, I mean that would suck because you can't get off the ship. I mean that would actually be a scary situation. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that they chose not to make it scary. They they just went all the way with like the camp or yeah. making it, silly. Make it real um, and silly. Yeah, and maybe that, that's the problem. This came out so close on the heels of the screen franchise. Mm-hmm. Maybe they felt like they had to make it self-aware, or kids of that era wouldn't yeah. really like
2: it. You Plus, know? this is the tenth movie in that series. Right. I feel like at that point, uh, it was probably becoming a bit of a joke, right. uh, you know. And they had done all the scary stuff. That I think they probably felt like they could do at that point. I don't know. I'm just. I'm, well, in I all fairness,
0: I, I don't know how scary those movies really are because right. I, I love them I mean I, I just Jason is my guy I, like I, like I love the Friday 13th series but I, I, it's tough for me to say as an adult how, how scary those movies truly are you know right. like it, there is the appeal of them is the sense of fun and the fact that they're cranking them out every year you know yeah. it was, you know um,
1: is says the director on IMDB did special effects on Gremlins?
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, what, uh, that's why Cronenberg is in this movie, oh, okay. as a favor, because apparently he did special effects for him in the past and stuff like that. It was like his first directorial effort, apparently. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, What I really did not like about this movie was the females. Like, how so? How they were dressed. I know that's probably some people were <laughs> like, oh, get over it. But it was just so, maybe it's because it's, maybe because it was so behind the times. But they looked like they were going to like a club in 1994. Oh, you mean how they were?
0: How they literally were dressed? <laughs> yeah, and, and you have a,
1: a female on your ship that's supposed to be a doctor, and she's wearing like a midriff. <laughs> yeah, it right. makes, like all the women's clothes are like midriffs, and um, it just seemed gratuitous and super unnecessary, and like obviously totally directed by a guy. And right, and all the all the women are young and attractive, and you have these men that are not, right, <laughs> and, but that, you know. Well, that one guy. And the men are fully clothed. What guy?
2: The 300 guy? He was like the buff dude.
1: Oh. There were a couple the,
2: of guys that were pretty buff, yeah. and
0: wore shirts that kind of showed off that they were buff, but yeah, but I still think but your criticism works. I, and, I agree. And, yeah, I mean.
1: Yeah. I'm like, she's supposed to be a doctor for crying out yeah. loud. <laughs> why did she dress like that?
0: Maybe that was riffing on, hey, it's the future, and, you know, times are enlightened, and, like, a doctor can wear a shirt showing her abs now.
2: She doctor doesn't doctor to be a... 19 and...
1: Why aren't, them, why aren't the men dressed? Why aren't the men doing that? <laughs> they
0: don't have the bodies for it.
1: That's right. They're, the guy in oh, 300 s- had a 6 That's true. He should abs. have been
0: wearing a- assless jabs. <laughs> walking around.
1: <laughs> that, uh, was, that was just yeah. a little gripe. The women were kind of... They were strong female characters, some of them, but then you kind of dumb them down by putting them in these silly Right, Right, right. Also, maybe...
2: I, I could be wrong, but maybe that's part of like the silliness of the movie too. Is like the guy was making the movie probably. I, I feel like there was nothing taken seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as the production of this movie, it seems uh, like yeah, it I was like everything was purposely like made to look Not, dumb or
0: whatever. Um. And there and there is uh, a couple of nice kills in this too. I I thought the um. Uh, the doctor that you mentioned when she when Jason freezes her face. That was cool. Oh, and, yeah. it, you know, like she freezes her face in nitrous oxide and then smashes it up against a counter. And, it's, yeah. you know, uh, that was pretty great. I mean, yeah. there, there's some, like, kind of nice moments like that in this. Yeah, this uh, you seems... can tell that the director has a little bit of a technical background with yeah. special effects and some of the gore effects yeah. at yeah. certain
2: points. So, um, Also, a little known fact, <laughs> one of the actors was on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> which one, which character was it?
0: the um, kind of nerdy guy was the nerdy guy with, the nerdy guy with
2: the, kind of the big ears that it was holding the robot's head at the right. end he didn't want to save his friend who was dying but he wanted to hold on to that robot head at the end I mean, he loved the robot well you know he mm-hmm. didn't have to rebuild that whole thing later we just you know well I don't know if we want to bring that up yet or not, but
0: <laughs> yeah that's the connective <laughs> tissue between the other movie we're going to talk about tonight
1: yeah. um. <laughs> it didn't do well it says like the budget was 11 million and it only made like a little over 12 million so really? I guess people back then were like no yeah Well, <laughs> wait, I remember
2: when it came out seeing the trailer and just being like and laughing out loud and just being like well, who would go see this yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, it definitely I, I, would, I would think that whatever fans were left of the Friday 13th franchise at that point would have felt kind of insulted by it kind yeah. of like no, I'm not seeing mm. that yeah so um, any other thoughts about this guys um, kind of wrap it up yeah, I'm ready I to wrap so. it up. I, I did have fun watching it uh, yeah. with, with friends. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be really depressing to watch alone, personally. Like, I think yeah. it, it's definitely, if you're going to check it out, you I should have... I watched
1: it alone. <laughs> I first watched it.
0: And you liked it back then. Maybe maybe our influence.
2: But how old were you when it came out? Like, a teenager?
1: It's 2001, so... 19. But okay. I don't know. I didn't see it back then. I saw it later. Oh, okay. I don't remember how later, though. But, um... Yeah, again, I, 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 I think I've seen pretty much all the Friday the 13ths out of order at some point in my life. Right. And they're fun. I can't ever say that I've ever seen one that I'm like that. I really like that. Freddy versus Jason. That's the best one to me, and that's only because Freddy's in it. I'm just not a Friday Thirteenth fan. They're fun, but. Just How about you, Jeff? It. Do you
0: like the Friday Thirteenth franchise, or are you not really a big fan I've of it? Never either? really
2: gotten into it. I saw. I've seen the first one, and yeah. then I've seen parts of all the other ones, but I've never actually sat down and watched. All the rest of them, all the way through. I've seen the remake. Um,
1: I did like the remake you know. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: think the remake actually is a lot better than people grab it credit for. Yeah. Um,
1: did you have you seen Freddy versus Jason?
2: Uh, most of it.
1: Oh, I, I, I like that. That's a fun one. That was like fun seeing in a theater because yeah. you get like your Freddy people versus your Jason people, and everyone's cheering, and mm-hmm. they're two iconic people, so that was pretty cool.
2: I've seen that on but... TV a couple of times. Of like, I remember when I well, this is probably like. Seven years ago, six seven years ago, I was uh, I had roommates and it was just on during like the Halloween season. We sat down and probably watched about forty five minutes of it. We yeah. saw, I saw the end, mm. uh, but yeah, that was about it. <laughs> mm. But as far as this movie goes, like I can I can see how someone would want to sit down and watch it for fun to like joke about or like maybe they like the silliness of it. But, yeah, you know, it, it, it's not really for me necessarily but. Uh,
0: yeah absolutely like I, I could see knowing David's sense of humor too I get why he would recommend it right. for this podcast and everything mm-hmm. and why he would want other people to check it out and everything but uh, I don't know what I would grade it though it's kind of tough because again I feel like they were trying <laughs> to make they, they, <laughs> were, they were <laughs> trying to make a bad movie do so we so know that like, they're
1: trying to make a bad movie though that's the thing I, I,
2: definitely I feel like they, they were are. but yeah there's I feel like it was a little too self aware yeah, yeah. It seemed like it to me. It seemed like they were doing it on purpose. Mm. Maybe
0: this is flat out bad, though. I don't know.
1: I know what I would give it.
2: Let's let's hear it. I would
1: give it a D. D? It's too... Not that great for a C. There are parts of it that I like, so I wouldn't give it an F. So I give it a, a D. Because I do the, think the part where they kind of... In that virtual reality, I do think that was the strongest part of the movie. Right. I thought that was really Pretty cool. clever. Funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, would you recommend it to anyone at all? Under any circumstances? Sure. <laughs> you gave it a D but you would recommend it like, it's what a fun
1: movie I mean it's part of it's part of the Friday the 13th franchise so if you've seen any of the other ones just you know see this one I mean if you they're, to me they they're I don't want to say they're all the same but I probably all would give them the same grade so mm. I mean why not
2: Jeff Why well, I would give it an F but <laughs> <I> <laughs> no have... redeeming
1: qualities at all I mean, like
2: I said, it wasn't, it wasn't like really hard to sit through or anything. It wasn't, you know, like I was saying, it wasn't like I, Frankenstein where I was bored, but it was, it's not a good movie yeah. to me, but it's, um, but like I said, I, I would recommend it to somebody that likes silly movies that are bad on purpose. <laughs> Cause I, I know a lot of people that are into that sort of thing. So, um, right. I would recommend it to the right person.
1: I think another good reason to recommend it is because it is different than all the other Friday the Thirteenth movies. You get mm-hmm. to see Jason outside of his element, like he's in for space. Sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. Just yeah. like when he when you went to Manhattan, mm-hmm. you know, like really, his, you know the Manhattan one. That's pretty fun. I'm gonna give that A C. I, I Like it. And I like the one where the 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 earlier one where the girl is like in her room, like dancing to like. Oh. I do like that scene. That
0: scene. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I I think I would give this a C plus. Uh, mostly because I, I'm a big Friday Thirteenth guy, and uh, also I, I I can't help but just having seen all these movies and seeing seeing most of them recently. Um, Jason Goes to Hell I think is the worst Jason movie, oh. like hands down. Like it has a lot, but honestly, I almost want to watch it with you guys because mm-hmm. it it's so just dis- <laughs> why this is a Jason movie? This makes right. no sense. I mean, they, they go so off the wall with it, um. But yeah, I, I think this one is a little bit better than Jason Goes to Hell, um, and like Kia said, that there's there's some great gags in it, and like you said, Jeff, where you could definitely recommend this to someone that likes cheese ball movies. Like if you if right. you genuinely like cheese and you like uh, just over the top winking at the camera, yeah, then like I feel this like is Troll for you.
2: Two right. Or, I feel like that's not even winking at the camera though. Like I just,
0: I think they were genuinely trying to make a good movie yeah. with that, but yeah. Uh,
2: maybe know, or,
0: maybe guys were trying to make you know a genuinely good movie I, I just I don't know it's tough for me to believe that but yeah um, right. so yeah I don't know what that average is out to we have an F a D and a C plus <laughs>
2: <laughs> it doesn't equal that to very good uh, it's like a D plus type of situation <laughs>
0: maybe like D straight up D Um. all right so that's that's all we have for uh, Jason X thank you for the recommendation David and thanks David thanks uh, <laughs> So see it if you like cheese. Yes. (laughs) I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig.
1: And And we we just just reviewed
0: Jason
1: Jason Motherfucking X!
2: So in Jason X, there was a sex robot, (laughs) somewhat. Essentially. Yeah. Uh there's a scene where her nipples fall off and then later she's decapitated spoiler alert uh but that made me that reminded me of this documentary that my friend told me about
1: during the movie jeff told craig he said when the movie's over remind me about the sex sex robot." robot yeah and so after the movie like 10 minutes after the movie, Craig was like, oh, sex robot.
2: Yeah, and I was like, oh, right. So, yeah, this documentary that's on Netflix called My Sex Robot that my friend told me about and, uh, it's ridiculous. It's, um, I, so my friend told me about it and I pulled it up on Netflix and I watched just the very first segment that, before the title comes up and I paused it and I was like, okay, I want to finish this but I want to finish it with, Craig, because <laughs> I don't, I just felt like Craig would think this is hilarious, as as would I. You know, I'm not, I'm not just saying like Craig likes weird sex robot stuff. I was saying well, like we can all laugh.
0: Yeah, at for things. sure. I mean, I think it was one of those things where we were like, oh, we'll just check it out and see what this is about. Yeah. We'll watch the first little bit, and then we just all quietly watch the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. it was only
1: forty six minutes. So. Yeah. yeah, it
0: was it was pretty
2: short. Thank God. Um, wow, what a bunch of sweaty weird Ew. guys. God. <laughs> Are horrifying. Yeah, As-
0: even if you put it in the context of this is a few years back, I mean, I think it's pretty recent, like 2010, yeah, around yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, they all look terrible. I mean, they yeah. don't look realistic on any level, and yeah. they all look creepy. And-, and
1: they all have bad facial expressions. They all look scared yeah. or sad. Yeah, There's <laughs> which makes th- it even weirder. We're talking about the robots, not the right, people. Right. And the- well, they look. Well, yeah, the, guy, women,
2: yeah the, the guys look pretty sad and sweaty. They're they're constantly sweating. Help. There's not a scene where these guys are just like covered in sweat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's a... what was that one sex robot? They had a name for it and it's head they can never keep the Roxy? head on it. Roxy, Roxy. yeah. Roxy. Roxy looked like a burn victim with like a bad wig on. It was yeah. just the most frightening looking thing and then at the end of the, the documentary they asked the guy, this one guy, uh he goes to check out Roxy and see what it looks like. And they're like, um, so uh, would you would you have sex with Roxy? He's like, ah, I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm like, I wouldn't. There's no <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, I would have, to have to sex with that thing. This is the scariest looking. It looks like something you'd see in a horror movie that would come to life and kill people or something.
1: And with, Oh, you, no, you And with the exception of like one guy that they had interviewed who was in a relationship, the other two guys that they interviewed that were interested in, in the in the sex robots. It seemed like they were just interested mainly because of a failed relationship. Well, to be fair, one was a failed relationship. The other was because he was bullied as a kid. I still, I still don't know how that led to him <laughs> wanting to be with the sex robot. Right. Yeah. And the the guy who gets his heart broken. You know, I don't know why that would lead to him either. Everyone keeps picking on me. All I want to do is fuck a robot. Leave me alone. Sex robot
2: rights. This world is
0: unfair. Um, I
2: mean, the
0: the only thing is, some of these guys. I mean, they did keep circling back to the idea that it's a woman that can't say no to them, right? Right. And it's a woman that can't reject them or can't tell them, "Hey, I don't feel like having sex right now," or whatever. Like it's it's like this constant. Right, right, right. Um, But I mean, some of these guys seem to like the idea of literally having sex with a robot. Yeah. Like some of them wanted it to have like circuitry and, and like features. That... Yeah. So I wonder if, like, when they were asking that one fella, Hey, would you have sex with Roxy? if like the fetish was like, Well, it looks like a robot, kind of like yeah. even though it wasn't very attractive, maybe there was something appealing where it's like, you know, it has circuitry and it actually has parts. Yeah. And maybe that's why he was like, hmm, Exactly.
2: Know. When they unveil Roxy at that like sex expo thing, yeah, and it's just basically a doll that had that talks. Yeah. It, and it doesn't move its mouth. It just, you hit buttons on it and it has phrases that it says, mm-hmm. like a toy. Uh, One did, of those
0: buttons includes the banana.
2: <clears throat> oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and the weird thing is when you press the button on the vagina, it says to stop. Yeah. It's like, is that what you want your sex robot to do? But whatever. The whole but, idea is it's supposed to never tell you no. Exactly. It's like the first thing it says is don't do that. Don't you are a mine. creep
0: for buying me.
2: <laughs> what is wrong with Why you? Why did you
0: make me feel? Uh...
2: But he seems so unimpressed because it doesn't move. And then like later he invites the guy over to his house and is like, hey, look. I've made some improvements on Roxy and Roxy's head just kind of turns like slightly. right? Like, Very minimal movement. Yeah, yeah, like something you'd see at, like on a Halloween prop. Right. And suddenly mm-hmm. he's like, well, I don't know, I might have to uh, do yeah. something with Roxy. I'm just like, that's all it took? Just like the head turns yeah. slightly? Uh, I mean, you like, see that something. on like baby
1: dolls. Yeah. Over. I mean like, <laughs> no, I mean like, you do. Yeah. So.
2: Exactly, like. <laughs> it doesn't... Yeah, it seems like they've Put a lot of effort into something that kind of the technology already exists in children's toys. They just need yes. to make a That's adult a size of it. No, they don't. And they do I, yeah, I guess you're right. But the the ones that they've made are incredibly crude and yeah. look really horrifying.
1: And then with Rock, uh, there was a guy that made Roxy, and then there was the guy that was like in West Virginia that was just making them in his garage. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was real, and his dolls also <laughs> looked. Their skin looked. Def- they have. They had softer skin, I guess, than Roxy, but it looks like it was deflated. Yeah, and yeah. he kept showing them like having sex with each other because he made yeah. a man and a woman. They,
0: they were actually functional, yeah. though. They would they could you could actually position them and they would hump, Yeah. and they would do things, you know, kind of sexual motions and everything. And that's what he yeah. was most proud of.
2: Yeah. And the 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 head of the the male sex robot would just like bang into the face of the <laughs> female, <laughs> female one while he's on top of her. And then, that again, the gentleman motion. that got invited to see Roxy he gets invited here to see yeah, this
0: guy's, yeah. you know, robots in West Virginia. And uh, the guy from West Virginia asks, you know, he's like, uh, how would you like to make a porno? And the guy's like, ah. he said, with the robots, you know, and he shows the he's robots like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, it's like very awkward and strange. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: He's like, look, we'll put these two robots together mm-hmm. and we'll watch these robots have sex. It's like... Okay. This, is, Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's really sad. And, yeah. There's so... It's... Like we were talking about in Jason X how it's sort of one of those types of things that's like so bad it's funny type of thing. Right. I kind of feel like that's how this documentary is. But like it's not meant to be bad necessarily. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's kind of... I I have like a small twinge of guilt to laughing at <laughs> these people because they're yeah. really... Hopeless. I mean, yeah. like, I just even the creators and the people around, like, just top to bottom, they all seem so sad and okay. and like yeah. gross and you know. I feel
2: like their main problem is they just are socially awkward, maybe. Right. Because, like you were saying earlier, they their biggest complaint was like, "Well, this robot won't talk back to you. Like, yeah. I don't have to have a conversation with this robot." Mm-hmm. It's oh. just like, well, if you could just learn how to have a conversation with a woman, yeah. it would be a lot easier yeah. for you. See, I guess
1: it's one thing. Like, if they if they were just like, oh, I just like sex robots because, you know, they like sex robots. Whatever. <laughs> but that's just their thing. I guess that's one thing. But they seem like they're trying to avoid social interaction. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, how are you going to interact with the real people when you go out? Or what happens if you have this relationship with the sex robot? and you like it and it's great and she never says no, she doesn't talk to you or whatever, and then you try to date a real woman and then she's not like a robot. Like, do you not know, yeah, just keep her mouth shut like you it's want just her two. too yeah. weird. Well, yeah. I mean yeah, I mean yeah.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> the, uh, also like what you were saying about the like guy just having like a robot fetish like he's just attracted to something that looks robotic. Like there's right. that scene where he's in Photoshop and just taking pictures of real dolls and then photoshopping like robotic yeah, parts like, on, sure, them. Yeah. And yeah. on them yeah and that's like, uh, like he's creating his own porn and, or something
1: yeah. let's talk about the guy with the girlfriend cause that oh, yeah. is almost not a it's he not abuse like, but it's weird
2: yeah and you could see the look on yeah. her face where you could tell she was just like what am I
1: He's like on the computer, I guess drawing circuitry on her or something. I don't know, doing something oh, right. to, yeah, 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 to yeah. a picture of her that makes her look robotic and the interviewer's is like, is this turning you on? He was like, yeah, kind of. And then they interview his real girlfriend and she doesn't have a problem with it. She's like, I understand. He's not going to replace me with a robot. I'm real. And then the next scene, it's like, my next step is to have her hypnotized <laughs> to become a <laughs>
2: robot. I'll have her... Be very submissive in a robotic way.
1: So they take, so they have this lady, I guess, come to their house to hypnotize <laughs> her. Sex hypnotist. Sex hypnotist yes. to hypnotize her to be like a robot, and then they act it out, or not act it out. And then I don't know. She's hypnotized, I guess. I don't think she's hypnotized. I don't she's think any of us thought it. we. Yeah, she plays along with it. And the
2: guy is so odd because so he's like he's like you say he's dressed like a plantation owner. Yeah, okay. yeah he's wearing like white <laughs> pants and this white shirt. Or like an <laughs> old
1: pastor yeah. at a tent revival. Yeah, he just
0: looks he's just odd. There's something about him. that's just very off. And he, yeah.
2: he looks kind of like Alex Jones, but he has the voice of like John Hodgman. He's a really odd, odd person. I hope he never hears this podcast and it's just like uh, oh, poor that. guy. But yeah. but
0: yeah, and then and then they had this strange. I mean, night of ecstasy, I guess, right? It implies she's that all night they play the as night. robots. Or her being a robot and him being, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. owner of a robot. Uh, and I can only assume they, they were intimate, you yes. know, at some point.
1: And there's just this look of, like, resignation on her face. Like, well, this this is, I she, mean... She's in too deep
0: to get out <laughs> of it.
1: I mean, that's a bit much, right? Like, in a, like you just, you just sat here and said, I have no problem with it. You know, he's not going to replace me. I'm real. But yet he's hypnotizing you to be, to pretend that you're fake. And then she tried to like, like sell it saying, I was more like a cyborg. I was like half you right, and half are Right, She was right. Like kind she's of... trying to be okay with it. Maybe she is okay with it, but yeah. I don't say you could be. Maybe
0: she was trying to normalize it to the people looking in. Yeah. Maybe she was trying to like, maybe you're right. She doesn't really have a problem with it and thinks it's fine. But she was trying to like, oh, people are gonna watch us and think we're freaks. So I'm trying to like make it seem But it would have been more, more normal
1: if she was like, you know what, I'm gonna role play as a robot. Sure. But they took it to it. A... She had to be hypnotized. Yeah, That's yeah. Weird. yeah. That
2: was an odd uh, thing. Also, I feel like in the beginning, I was kind of thinking, well, she's playing along with this guy. She's okay with this. And then, but there was that one shot of her around the time she said the cyborg thing, where she just had this look on her face where. I think you, mm-hmm. Craig, probably was the one that pointed out that, like, you could just see the look on her face. She's just thinking, what am I doing? Because yeah, <laughs> I think that's what
0: happened. I think she was, like, okay with it, okay with it. And then, like, this documentary starts getting filmed, and it starts to really sink in that, like, I'm documenting, like, probably some of the worst moments in my life right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I'm too far in to, I can't pull out. Like, I can't right. go, ah, I'm stopping, you know, because... There's like this camera crew in your house and you've yeah. already said you're going to, you know, so she's like, well, I'll go through the motions. But yeah, her eyes, like at a certain point, she just looked very. Uh, I very, mean, it's like uh, he's literally yeah. telling
1: her you're not good enough so much so that we need to put you under. Need to right. hypnotize you into being the person I want you to be. <laughs> like, and what if she's really, I don't really know if hypnotism is real, but what if she is really, really seriously hypnotized and the hypnotist tells him this is your code word. And so he oh, can just God. say it at any time, so she has no control. Like,
2: Whoa. she uh-huh. just goes into. Doesn't robot he want to mode? watch humans?
1: <laughs> I robot. It's never. It doesn't end well for us. exactly.
0: What about? So the, the, the documentary also features uh, like sex therapists and doctors and psychologists, and uh, they they speculate a little bit about the future of maybe having sex robots like fifty years from now or hundred years from now. And the idea that you know theoretically people could marry their sex bots at a certain point, or you know, are they going to get advanced enough to where <laughs> you know you just show up somewhere and you're like, this is my this is my boyfriend Donovan, mm. and they're like, no, I'm sorry, Donovan, Donovan. Like, yeah, and it's like you realize it's a sex bot or whatever, right? Like, um, do you guys think we'll ever get to that
1: point? Do you I read think- a book um, called Robo Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be made into a movie or something. I don't know. But there's a character in there that did have a relationship with, like, a wife. It wasn't just a sex spot though. It was, like, his wife, someone he loved. and Right. Um, But I don't think it will. I don't think so because I feel like right now it's so one-sided. Mm. Like, it's so, like, obviously in this documentary, it's just one documentary, but it's it was definitely mostly men. Yeah. There were actually no women. Yeah,
2: exactly. There
1: was like the, old... the dude in West Virginia was like, "I made a, a man," so for women, but he didn't have any women come out that we saw. Mm. So I, I don't think it'll catch on because it's so one sided. And it, like a, it was all it's like, dangerous. Yeah,
2: it's all like lonely, mm-hmm. weird dudes. Yeah, but there's also that movie Her, where he falls in love with the AI and the right. yeah. phone and everything. Um, if there's, if they ever come up with that kind of technology, maybe. But then again, that's the kind of thing that those guys in the documentary said they didn't want from their robot was that it talked back to them. Yeah, yeah they exactly. wanted to be Yeah, they want to be subservient. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so as long as you have that, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh no! I was, I'm
1: oh, that. Um, yeah, I don't. That's why I don't think it'll like catch on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um.
1: Um. But yeah. Jeff left the table, and we got totally thrown off. <laughs> Just had to give <laughs> some the drink.
0: Um, it was coffee. bizarre, though, and, and and honestly, I think it fits with the horror genre. I think <laughs> if you watch this, you will be disturbed, <laughs> and you will be creeped out, and you will definitely think about your life. You know, you'll you'll think about you know there are these people out there that quietly have these sex dolls in their house. You know,
1: and I think if it did catch on, it it'll catch on for different reasons because I feel like if females wanted that, it's not going to be because they don't talk back and they won't say no. It'll be like totally something different. It'll be like, because he listens, or something like that. It'll be like totally I different think, reasons. Uh, I don't know. I think it
2: could catch on in the way of like, you know, uh, any kind of sex toy that anyone right. might like to use would, but I, uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like something that would catch on in a way where... A lot of people you know would have one. Well, it's, <laughs>
1: it's too risky. I love
0: robots and science fiction and stuff yeah. like that, so I would love to have like a little. What? I was going
1: to go ahead. He <laughs> oh, was mean to me. Uh,
0: no, but like I, I would love to have like a robot, but I would want it to be like an R two D two or C three P O type of thing. Like right. I wouldn't want it to be like a f- human looking robot. I would want it to look like. Yeah robot like like right. what i grew up with thinking of as a robot yeah that would like you know like hey Craig, what's going on do you want to play yeah. cards you know like right. that type of thing i wouldn't want to do that not like had this weird person well it's like, like that I TV show know.
1: humans it's like we haven't kept caught up on the second season but like with the first season where they have this nanny robot made right. that's super attractive right and causes friction with the men in the family and it's weird <laughs> and so yeah because it's not a robot that looks like R2-D2 that comes in and like sweeps the floor. Yeah, why wouldn't it?
0: Why couldn't it look like that? Like, why would you need it to look like a awesome, hot, 25-year-old? I blame that on men. Yeah, I mean...
1: (laughs) I do. That's how it started and then then it's become, well, we'll have something for the women too, but mostly, it's the men. (laughs)
2: You guys just want to hump something.
1: I want want it to look like
0: the maid from the Jetsons. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? What was her name? I forgot. Betty? 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 No.
1: No. What was this? Right? Is this? Rosie. 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 Rosie,
0: of course. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's kind of close to Roxy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no! Oh no!
1: Sorry, what got have you done?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. So, are we gonna grade this like we grade um, a movie? Or are we no, just gonna I play, we uh, need to? I-, I do want it's to like recommend an it though. Uh, yeah, I-, I recommend it to anyone that listens to this because it's only like forty some on. Yeah, it's it's a short yeah. documentary and it's weird as hell. It's very weird. Yeah. So, it's definitely worth your time. It has a one-star rating on Netflix, which I theorize is kids thinking it's going to be like a documentary that's going to be hot. Yeah. Like a kid, it's you know, a 12-year-old. a freak year old, show. Yeah. Right. Like a 12-year-old's going to think, they're like, ooh, my sex robot? <laughs> yes,
2: please. <laughs> and then, like, pull it up
0: and be like, oh, oh, you know. So, I think that's what happened. Middle-aged people. Yeah, it's actually really interesting issues. and yeah. creepy and
2: strange and, yeah.
0: you know, yeah.
1: so.
0: Right. All right. Alrighty. Well, we're going to go... We're gonna do, uh, I'm Jeff. (laughs) My (laughs)
2: Sex Robot. I think we should. (laughs) You think we should? Yes. I'm Jeff.
1: I'm Kia. And
2: I'm Craig. And And we we just watched watched My Sex (laughs) Robot. Oh! Time for horror trivia. So I want to go over the rules again, just to remind the listeners and everyone. and also because there's a slight change. I didn't bring the buzzers this time. Uh, so we're gonna go... Doug Love's Movie Rules, where... If you know the answer, you just say your name. That's mm-hmm. your buzzer. And then, uh... So I've got... 27 questions for this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh... The rules are... <laughs> if you know the answer, you say your name... Uh... If you don't know the answer, if neither of you know the answer, uh, you can request the multiple choice answers. Um, and you get two points if you get it before the multiple choice and one point with the multiple choice. Got it. And I think that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the movie? Because we don't know. The movie know. tonight is.
1: Have I, it? Have, I it? have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have
2: I seen it? I think you have. It's Child's Play!
1: Hey! Hey, I'm wearing my Child's <laughs> shirt. I've worn this, like, so many times. Yeah, when I walked in the <laughs>
2: house earlier, I was like, yeah, I picked the right movie for this. <laughs> <laughs> is this the entire franchise or just the first movie? Uh, no, just the first movie. Okay. And as I was telling you it's earlier, off mic it. or whatever, I, uh, I, I took this quiz myself today. And the, the highest score you can get is 300. And that's if you get all the questions right. I got a 64.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Kia, briefly tell the story of when you saw Child's Play as a child.
1: When I saw Child's Play as a child, I was with my sister and like one of her friends. And you would have been
0: about five, right?
1: I guess so. Yeah. And we had been dropped off by my mom. And <laughs> we saw the movie. And <laughs> we left. We were in the lobby waiting. And I realized I left my little purse with my, my lip smackers in my quarters in the movie theater and i was like hey i left my my purse and they were like go go get it and i was like will someone come with me no go get it so i went in there in the theater it was still dark by myself i'm the perfect height and the perfect target for chucky and my purse was like under the the, the seat i was terrified
0: what you got it, like a i got it yeah mm-hmm.
1: It was nice. touch and go. I was <laughs> surprised
0: you got to see that in the theater when you were five. That's pretty, Yeah. yeah that's pretty intense. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So you've grown up with this movie, so you, you might actually know some of these answers. But I, I was terrible at this. I've, I've, I've seen been... this movie uh, more than once. <laughs> These but things
0: always seen. get into like character names and stuff like that. Yeah, That's there's a lot of, like,
2: very few characters in this movie, though. Yeah, there's a lot of like technical, like stuff that you don't think about. Like, do you, mm-hmm. you remember that game that had the DVD? Seen it? Yes,
1: right. I have like three of those. Yeah, I
2: love those. I love that game too, but it always has like a thing where, like, how many people in this scene were wearing hats? You know, yeah. What? Who's paying attention <laughs> to that? Right. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm ready to start. If you guys are, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Question one. What brand of doll is Chucky? Good Kia! Good guy. Correct. I'll start to say the name without. <laughs> Alright, question number two. What is Chucky's full name? Mm. Mm.
1: Or... Let's
2: hear the multiple, multiple choice. choice. All right. Multiple choice. Is it A, Charles Harvey Allen? Is it B, Charles Lee
1: Ray? Kia. C? Kia. Charles Lee Ray. Correct. Boom! Goes the dynamite. <laughs> this is so yeah, lame. lame. <laughs> uh,
2: what good guy's accessory does Andy receive for his birthday? Multiple no, choice. choice. Oh, choice. Okay. Uh, is it a a fire truck, b a tool chest, c hot air balloon, or d pajamas? Kia. Yeah.
1: Kia. Yeah. Oh sh. Uh, pajamas. Incorrect. I
0: know it is. I'm going to go with A.
1: Also it's incorrect. Can it! Was just two, two, two. Janet. Okay. Always go with your first instinct. <laughs> Number
2: four. Who said, "This is the end, friend"? Kia. Kia.
1: Chucky. Incorrect. What? Oh no!
2: I would like to hear the multiple oh, choice no! answers, please. Was it A, Chucky? <sighs> B, Mike Norris? Mm who was played by Chris Sarandon. Okay. Uh, C. Karen Barclay, the mom, oh. or Andy Barclay, the kid.
0: Oh, God. I'm going to say Andy Barclay. Mm.
2: That's
1: correct. Damn it. How do I not get that? That's like... I, I say that all the time. This I, is
0: the end. I, now, friend. We do this We do this every time. <laughs> Listen. But I just want, I want to point out that this is just for fun. We're not winning anything.
1: Is it? Is it just for fun?
0: Yes, and I mm. think the level of passion. Some is of us, from some you. of us play
1: for more than just fun. Uh,
0: I know you, you need you need to take it down Jeez. a few notches. We're, just,
1: I'm trying.
0: It's like <laughs> as soon dog. as I potentially get a, a point, that's enough for you to be like, <laughs>
2: fuck it, like tip the table.
1: We're no, like, but I'm more purpose. disappointed in myself mm-hmm. for missing All the right. answer.
2: All right, next question. <laughs> what is the name of the good guys doll that is introduced on the TV show Andy watches? Multiple choice. It's Multiple p- choice. Is it A, Oscar, B, Chucky, C, Quirky, or D, Buddy? Kia. Kia. Buddy. Is correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh,
2: is, is it Oscar? That's correct. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All
2: right. Next question. What does Andy's mom, Karen, sell at the department store where she works?
1: Kia. God. Uh, cosmetics. Incorrect. Uh, I would like
0: to hear the multiple choice answers, please. Is it
2: A, apparel, B, perfume, C, shoes, or D, jewelry?
0: Ah, uh, those shoes.
2: Also incorrect. Uh, it was jewelry. jewelry. <laughs> Number seven. Where does Chucky tell Andy he comes from?
0: I would love to hear the <laughs> multiple choice
2: answers. <laughs> is it A, the North Pole, B, Neverland, C, over the rainbow, or D, heaven?
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, uh, Craig. Craig. I'm
2: gonna go with Heaven. Correct. It's a tied game, three to three. Who,
1: will win? Because <laughs> <laughs> this... I've, mi- I've missed answers that I know because I second-guess I myself and I give the wrong answer. Well,
2: like 20 more left. <sighs> mm-hmm. We all got time. Uh, next question. Where does Karen get the Good Guys doll from?
1: Kia. A Kia. dude on the street. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs>
2: They, they refer to him as the peddler in the alley. <laughs> I only, I only say that because like later on they, some of these questions refer to the peddler. Oh. Yeah. To what the, if I had actually planet.
1: said that? What if I'm like the peddler in the alley?
2: <laughs> been like, Whoa, that's points. amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, what convinces Karen that Chucky is alive?
0: Multiple
2: answers, please. Sure. Okay. Uh, is it? He takes a knife from the kitchen. B. He starts a fire. C. He turns on the TV. Or D. His batteries are still in the box.
1: Kia. He turns on the TV. Incorrect.
2: Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with batteries in the box.
1: Correct. Which one's Karen? Is that the mother or the? Yeah. Okay, that's why. Damn it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. We've established that Karen is the mom. <laughs> All
2: right, number nine. Where is Chucky hiding when he tries to kill Mike Norris? A.K.A. Christopher Yeah, Christopher
1: Kia Kia. Sorry, he's a backseat. Correct.
2: Number ten. Who said, I have a date with a six-year-old boy, and you have a date with death? Is it A. Eddie Caputo. Can
1: you give us a chance? B. Chucky. Oh. Oh, oh why am I giving the... I'm giving the... Might as well go ahead. My, my mistake. Can you repeat the question, though? Sure. Who
2: said, "I have a date with a six-year-old boy, and you have a date with death"? Hmm. Okay, multiple choice. Okay. Uh, A. Eddie Caputo. B. Chucky. C, Craig. Craig.
0: I'm going with Chucky. That's right. Yeah. Really?
1: Ow, Your finger <laughs> was almost in my actual face. Jeez. Right. Relax. What? Number Wait! One. I can't hear the question. <laughs> <damn> <laughs> I'm
0: sick Anytime I try to do anything Like <laughs> Exert myself at all I'm like lose it right.
2: Number 11 What is Charles Lee Ray's nickname?
0: Hmm, I don't know let hear the multiple choice
2: Is it A. The Lakeshore Strangler B. The Lakeshore Ripper C. The Lakeshore Slayer Or D. The Lakeshore Slasher yeah yeah. Mm, the Lakeshore Strangler. Correct! Oh. Number 12. Whose body does Chucky have to transfer his soul into to get out of the doll?
0: Andy? Uh, Craig, Andy.
1: Mm, incorrect. Hmm? Andy. Choice.
2: Choice. Okay. That's kind of... <laughs> But Here, I'll tell you the, the multiple choice. Uh, is it A, the first person he revealed himself to? Mm-hmm. B, the last person he revealed himself to? C, the last person he killed? D, the first person he killed?
1: But... Mm. Do you want to give it to Greg? To
0: I mean, it's... Do you, do you want to answer? Because I'll know it based on those multiple choice too.
1: Is it
0: the first person who it goes in track Yes. Who yeah. is Amy? So, how, how would I have known like, that it would be answered that way? You know what I'm saying? That's like, point. you know what I mean? Like, maybe I thought it literally meant the person. Way. Let's give it what? I'll
2: give it to you. It yes. Number yes. 13. Wow, some people do oh, whatever almost...
1: it takes.
0: Uh, maybe I'm going to just up my game a little bit. Get a little competitive.
1: <laughs> oh, right?
2: No.
1: Overexert <laughs> yourself.
2: What is disappointing? Wait. What disappointing gift does Andy get for his birthday?
1: Kia. Yeah. Sweater. Incorrect. I
2: would love to hear the
0: multiple choice answers. Is it
2: A, underwear, B, socks, B, sorry, C, jeans, or D, shoes? Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to go with jeans. Correct. <laughs> Tie game. Oh. game. Uh. Number 14, Sorry. what does Chucky turn on the TV to watch? Craig. <laughs> hmm. The news. Correct. The, I remember that part.
0: Because he wanted to see about him. I was like, was it a love connection? Uh-huh. I like the <laughs> multiple
2: choice ones they gave, though. It was like, one was Charles in Charge. Or <laughs> <laughs> are the others? It was Donovan's Brain and Good Guys.
1: Good Guys.
2: Also, the name of the, the news station was WDOL.
1: Doll. Uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Wow. Uh, number 15. How does Chucky get back into Andy's apartment?
0: I, I need multiple the multiple choice.
2: Okay. Is it A, through the air vent, B, through the window, C, through the trash chute, or D, through the fireplace?
1: Kia. Uh, trash chute. Incorrect.
0: Uh, I'm going to go to the fireplace.
1: Correct.
2: Oh my lord. I'm ahead! I'm ahead <laughs> 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 uh, See we we should have like a webcam set up in here Yeah, because <laughs> yeah,
0: I did just stand up and start dancing <laughs> <laughs> seductively to both of you. Mostly to Kia a, though. He
1: thinks it was seductive. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was time my hardest. How uh, many
1: questions are left?
2: Uh ten, I
1: think. Okay. There's <laughs> still oh. time.
2: Number 16, what is the name of a toy store where Charles Lee Ray transfers his soul into the good guy's doll?
0: Mm,
2: I need multiple multiple toys. A, toys are mine. B, (laughs) house of dolls. C, silver shamrock novelties. Or D, playland toys.
1: Kia! (laughs) Playland toys? (laughs) Correct. Oh my god, I was going to say house of dolls, I didn't know
2: The way you the look at your face when you said that was so funny, yeah like, no, no, It was, it
1: really
0: was like you got the golden ticket yeah. or something like I that. I got the
1: golden ticket.
0: Uh, that was a nice yeah. Halloween three reference yeah. to the Silver Shamrock, but you didn't catch that, did I you, did Bullshit.
1: I did. Why are you
0: lying to everyone?
1: I got it. Okay. Wasn't there another reference too?
2: Probably. What was that. the first? What was the first? Toys are mine. Toys like, are mine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number seventeen. What does Andy make his mother for breakfast in bed? Kia, pancakes and grits. Uh,
0: I would love to hear the multiple choice answers.
2: Is it a cereal and burnt toast? B raw eggs and coffee grounds? C pop tarts and chocolate milk? Or D granola bars and pancake mix? Uh, I'll go with A. Correct. correct.
1: You know? Oh my god. Okay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who said I have to go tinkle?
0: Craig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did. Andy. Correct. Oh my God! What is the score? Just relax over <laughs> Fourteen
2: to nine. Mm-hmm. Ah, fourteen! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> number nineteen. What does Chucky hit Maggie with, causing her to stumble and fall through a wall? Kia.
1: A hammer. Correct!
0: Yes! <laughs> Someone's gonna call the police. They're Come back.
1: Screaming in that house? Holy oh, shit. I we think they... call the fire
2: department. <laughs> <laughs> so inside inside joke. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Number 20. What does Karen threaten to do to Chucky if he doesn't talk to her? Karen's the mom. Kia. Kia.
1: Dome and fire. Correct! <laughs> I tied wow, it back up. Wow, roll now. Tied it back
2: up, right? 14, 14? Uh, huh? not quite. 14, 13. Okay. Okay, still one point. <laughs> <laughs> Number 21. Who does Chucky use a voodoo doll on in order to gain information about transferring his soul? Do we need to know the name? Maybe?
1: Multiple voice. voice. then,
2: yeah. Uh, is it A, the peddler? B, Jack Santos, C, Maggie Peterson, or D, Dr. Death?
1: Uh, Kia. Oh, shit, I never forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Death? Correct.
0: <laughs> there was a character named Dr. Death in this? It was
1: like <laughs> a black guy. That's all I remember. He was
0: like a voodoo guy or something? Like,
1: something, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Number 22, which of these is not
2: a phrase that Chucky says in his mechanical doll voice? Is it... Oh, yeah, I guess I have to give We it have... It. Yeah, unless we. Um... Unless you're psychic. Okay. <laughs> A. Hey, want to play? B. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end? C. I'm your best pal? Or D. Hi, I'm Chucky, want to play? Craig! Yeah. Craig. C. Correct. <laughs> yes!
1: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. It's getting a little bit alpha male in here,
2: guys! (laughs) Uh, Okay, number 23. John, a.k.a. Dr. Death, agrees to tell Chucky how to transfer his soul after Chucky threatens to do what to his voodoo doll?
0: I guess mental choice.
2: A. Drown him. B. Stab him. C. Burn him. Or D. Break his neck. Craig. I'm gonna say burn, burn him.
1: Wrong! What are the choices again?
2: Uh, A. Drown him, B. Stab him, C. Burn him, or D. Break his neck.
1: Stab him. Correct!
2: Oh,
0: motherfucker!
1: <laughs> Tied, Tied up! up. Mm.
2: How many questions do we have though? Four. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Number 24. Detective Norris tells Karen he doesn't like what? Oh, Kia. Craig! Oh. Dang it, no, you said your name first. Dolls. Incorrect. No. Kids. Also incorrect. Damn, Damn it He doesn't like loose ends.
1: Oh, what? Fuck you, Jen! <laughs> <laughs> I did make these questions ends. up.
0: <laughs> I don't like loose ends. I don't, I don't know, know why I didn't just <laughs> listen to
2: the multiple choice. Because
0: was kids even an answer?
1: I still want to go. No. I no. See, was dolls an, an
0: answer?
2: There. No. no. It was paperwork, overtime, and excuses. I, gonna, I, <laughs> I don't like my ladies with lipstick. <laughs> All right, number twenty-five. Who said you're an abomination, an outrage against nature? Probably didn't say it like that though. Craig. <laughs> Craig.
0: Uh, the mom, Karen. Incorrect. <laughs>
2: Is it A. Doctor Death? B. Mike Norris? C. Karen? Or D. Mister Chriswell?
1: Is that her boss? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Dr. Death.
2: Correct? Uh, How is that <laughs> bullshit? Bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number 26. In order to transfer his soul, Chucky prays to which spirit? Choices, please. A. Boil Sha. <laughs> wait a Wait. Okay. <laughs> or B grand voice d Dambala, or d craig mambo craig craig c correct
1: damn <laughs> it <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> what was the first one boshala shallah
2: boil you got no confidence B-O-I-L-S-H-A-H
0: <laughs> It is a tie game With tie two questions One question One question Ah uh, fuck
2: This is the deal breaker Whoever gets this Wins the whole shebang Yes Will
0: it be The person Raining Literally wearing champ. Will it be the person Wearing a Chucky shirt
1: Raining champ Past two You who
0: saw it at age five Or will it be this stud Right here <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs>
2: What does Chucky say to the elderly woman in the elevator that calls him an ugly doll?
1: Oh, Lord. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Multiple choice? Yeah. Is it A? Eat me. Is it B? Oh. Hideous bitch. Oh. Is it C? Fuck you. Or is it D? Old hag. Craig. K- Craig. Yes. Yes. It's fuck you. <laughs> it's fuck you. <laughs> it is fuck you. Oh! Oh! Oh!
1: How did you determine That he said it before I did I heard him first (laughs) For the record Stop it For the record I would have also said that answer So it'll be up to the listeners To determine who really Said their name first I think we said it at the same time
0: I think Jeff had a lot of confidence When he chose me And I just want to thank everyone For listening I think Jeff has known
1: you longer And And he's partial to you
0: Sometimes the good guys do win. That's the the important lesson today. And sometimes they don't, which is exactly what happened today. I had integrity and... Oh,
1: yeah! Dancing around here, thrusting your pelvis in Jeff's face.
0: Even though though I'm sick today, I pulled Hmm. it out. I pulled out this You had like
1: a cheeseburger with three different types of bacon.
0: (laughs) It's my throat. I'm congested with with a sore throat. (laughs) It has nothing to do with my appetite. I like how you're just like, you're a fat you know?
2: kid. <laughs> <laughs> you may have won, but you had a huge hamburger.
1: I would have said the same answer. I would have won. This sh- this should be mine. It should be mine. I am the reigning champ.
0: Well, oh, you are the reigning champ, but you got defeated tonight.
1: It can't rain all the time.
0: I don't know. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm offering my hand to Kia right now.
1: And I'm ignoring it.
2: I want to take a picture and post it on Instagram. <laughs>
1: Congratulations. Aww. I look so sad. Because I am. (laughs) Will you send that to me?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I want to put it on our Twitter and stuff. I'll put it on our Instagram, too. All right. We end each show with What's Making Us Scared, where we talk about things in the horror genre that are uh, capturing our attention right now. Jeff, what would you like to uh, tell us about this week?
2: Well, this time, what's making me scared is Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I finally watched the classic <laughs> <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Now I can uh, actually get all the references that people make. <laughs> like in, uh, what do you call it, uh, Cable Guy, where he puts the ham on its face, and he's like, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you last out. time, last time we talked, you said that uh, you you sometimes would pretend like you'd seen *Silence of the Lambs* just yeah. to kind of like you know just roll with jokes and references and stuff.
2: Yeah, and to also not get that reaction of like you've never seen <laughs> *Silence right. of the Lambs*. Have you've yeah. never seen
0: any of the movies surrounding *Silence of the Lambs* either, like *Red Dragon* or no. *Manhunter*. Yeah,
2: or, I gotta, I want to watch the sequels now. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, uh, the way the, the first one ends, or not the first, but I guess it's the second one. The Silence of the Lambs, where that ends, yeah. it's just like, oh, well, do they ever catch you? I don't it, know. It, you know. it?
0: And they're they're fun in their own different ways. It's like any horror genre, like franchise or whatever. They all have the, their streaks and stuff, but none of them compare to Silence of the Lambs. because yeah. I mean,
2: that one like swept the Oscars that year, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, they won everything.
0: Which I think that'll actually kind of segue into what Kia is talking about, yeah. we'll, but we'll keep going.
2: But the uh, the funny thing is um uh i used to be a a very regular listener of the opie and anthony show and uh anthony would always impersonate buffalo bill and say uh would you yeah. <laughs> uh and I, I always knew what he was I knew he was referencing, Buffalo right. Bill, but I didn't know exactly what scene he was talking about. And when he said it in the movie, I just started laughing out loud. <laughs> right, right. Because it's that scene where he's trying to like get the couch into the back of the van. And she's like, do you need some help with that? And he's like, would you? I was like, <laughs> ah, that's what that's from.
1: Okay. So was it better or worse or about the same that you thought it would be? Um...
2: I don't know. Like, I'd always heard it was great. So it wasn't like... It lived up to the hype, though, right? A yeah, I think bit. it did. Like, yeah. it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't disappointing in any way. Uh, but, yeah, man. Man, Anthony... I'm like... I guess I don't have to tell anyone this, but Anthony Hopkins is really good now. <laughs> <while>. He really Did <laughs> he win the Oscar for it? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's really like, good.
2: you know, the, the iconic role he's known for, but... Uh, Hello, Chris.
1: Yeah.
2: I was like, I can't believe no one's ever done this impression of this guy before. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, like, I like the way that he talks. He's got that, like, yeah. Oh, it's it's good.
0: Well, it's it's interesting too because years before that, there's a movie called Manhunter that mm-hmm. is based on the first book that features Hannibal Lecter, Red Dragon, mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter, and he has a totally different take on that character. Like, mm-hmm. like he's more of a. Uh, like, dismissive, kind of intellectual jerk type of guy. Like, he's, yeah. he's very, like, Get, bring me a phone, will you? Like, you know, that type of, yeah. like, very, you know, put upon and stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, and they offered to have him reprise the role and make mm-hmm. it kind of in, like, continuity or whatever, but he turned it down. And apparently, Gene Hackman was also considered for it. At one point, mm-hmm. he was going to direct and star in it. Oh, wow. Um, so I it could have s- gone a lot of different ways, yeah. obviously.
2: I saw a video on YouTube the day after I watched the movie uh, where it was, like, you know little known facts about, yeah. him. Uh, and they said that they actually offered the role to Sean Connery, too. Really, yeah, oh,
1: that'd be
0: bizarre.
2: Uh, hello, Clavage.
1: Hello, Clavage. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: hello, Yeah, does Brian Cox ever come out and said like if he regretted it? I don't or know, I don't know if he's yeah. like, no, Anthony Hopkins totally did a great job. I haven't hmm. seen Manhunter, I have seen Red Dragon. Yeah, I think I read the book like a long time ago. Yeah. Have you seen anyway.
2: Hannibal? I think that was the one that was That's after. the one
1: with right. um, a different Clarice.
0: Yeah, Juliana yeah, Moore I don't plays. think I've seen that one. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, that,
1: That's not that good, though.
0: Right? It's pretty... It's weird. It, and it tries to be... Like, I think they know that the script isn't as strong, so they try to up the ante with, like, the gore and the weirdness mm-hmm. and stuff. So that stuff hits on all levels. It's, like, grotesque, yeah. some of the stuff that happens in it. But, yeah, it's nowhere near as good as Son of Lambs, to me.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably a big part of that movie is uh is the buffalo bill character. Yeah. Uh and if he's not in the sequels it's kind of I mean not not necessarily that character so great but more like it's that kind of keeps your the tension going is that yeah. you know Hannibal Lecter has the the key to the secret of uh, like who buffalo bill is and he's can help them to find him but can he? Will he give him the information in time for him to not kill this lady? Right. And his, but I mean, I'm sure there's other things in the well, sequels that
0: there's something that Red Dragon and Sons of the Lambs—they both have a motif of characters that are trying to transform the, to beings that they're not born as, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like Red Dragon. You know, he's he's literally trying to become, like, this, like, supernatural being or whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously Buffalo Bill is trying to become a full-fledged woman, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, there's, like, that that motif that I feel like Hannibal just totally... And a Red Dragon,
1: the, is it Ray Fiennes? Yeah. It, and the,
0: yeah. The, there's two versions, obviously, right? There's Manhunter. Yeah. That was made in the 1980s with Michael Mann directed it. And then, I think, Brett Ratner directed one mm-hmm. uh, with, with uh, what's his name, Ed Norton. Um, oh, right. As the Will Graham character. Um so that yeah, came out. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty recent. That's like o three o two around in there. Yeah. So,
1: but you should see Red Dragon. I liked. I remember liking that, and mm-hmm. obviously Ray Fiennes is. Yeah,
0: to... he he fits yeah. the character so, a little is bit more. Isn't Philip Seymour Hoffman in it? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Definitely. It's got it's a good true. cast. A good, yeah. I remember
1: liking it. Cool.
0: Um. So, <laughs> would you recommend it? Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anybody else? Anybody else that out there that hasn't yeah. checked it out in all these years? Like, you know, do you think you, they should sit down and watch it from beginning? Oh to yeah, end?
2: totally. It's uh. Very entertaining, really, yeah. really good movie. Thumbs nice. up. Very
0: cool. Yeah. Glad you saw it. Um, my thing that's making me scared, and anyone that follows our Instagram or Twitter or my personal Twitter uh, probably know uh, King Kong. Uh, the Cole, excuse me, Kong Skull Island came out uh, recently, and Key and I saw it on IMAX 3D, and it was awesome. It, w- it was basically like a uh, attraction at a theme park, like like you know what I mean, like thirty percent of it felt like we were in a ride or something like that, oh, and it was cool. so that fun was awesome. it, was, it was a lot of fun, and uh it was cool because the crowd that it attracted skewed a little bit older, mm-hmm. which was just I, I know that's me being a little bit what do you call it prejudiced maybe, but it was kind of cool to yeah. see like older people at the movie theater okay. and everybody was kind of on the same page, no one was annoying and um and I love that. Uh, minor spoiler, but this happens straight first thing in the movie. Uh, you see King Kong in the very beginning. Oh, I love that yeah, so yeah. much. They didn't I think wait it's, thirty minutes. Yeah, most to even the classic Kong, you have to wait a while to see King Kong show up, and this is like tailor made for kids, man. Like it's like Kong mm. is on Front Street, and nice. it's like the whole movie is basically. When I was a little kid, I had an imperial. I had a little uh, King Kong action figure, and I would have them fight G.I. Joes and dinosaurs that I yeah. had and stuff like that. And uh, this movie was basically those fantasies as, as a kid. You know what I mean? You get <laughs> to see these army guys fight King Kong and yeah. these dinosaurs and stuff. Like, they just did it in a way that I was like, oh, that's, like, exactly what I would have wanted when I was, like, six years old. This is exactly what I would have wanted.
2: with the money shot. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: that's I just – cool. I, I hope people bring their kids to it and – just appreciate it on that level. It's just like a pulpy fun monster movie. It's not supposed to be reinventing the will mm-hmm. or anything like Peter Jackson's version in two thousand five uh tried to be like this heartfelt remake of the original and everything yeah. and th- and that has its merits, you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I love that this one is just like balls out a monster movie and yeah. it's you know just fun so and in our yeah.
1: theater there are some people that were clapping at the end oh yeah. Too. yeah, I think
0: people were feeling it yeah,
1: yeah. Awesome. it was it was fun it was a lot of fun I was eating I, uh,
0: then. yeah. And I, and I love the idea of a monster verse, like they we're gonna have all those yeah. these characters interact mm-hmm. with each other, Godzilla and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you
2: think it's worth seeing in three D? Yes.
0: I think so. Yeah, and I, and I think it might technically even be a conversion movie. I don't Probably. think they shot it in three D, but it definitely seemed like several sequences in the movie were like, I'm glad I saw this in three D. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I've heard like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is that no? That's not who it was. He's dead. <laughs> Uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I get their names mixed up sometimes. Yeah, John C. Riley. I heard he's like the heart and soul. He kind of really steals like this, it a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, and all the acting is fine. Like, like I think a lot of the criticisms of the movie have been that. The human parts are written kind of thinly and everything, but that's not why you go see this right. particular version of King Kong is for the characterization of the humans. Mm-hmm. You go to see King Kong be a badass and do cool stuff, and you yeah. definitely get it in this movie. Wow. So, I mean, right yeah. off the...
1: It kind of sets it up to where you feel for King... For Kong. Like, you yeah. kind of feel for him. So I feel like he's the heart of the movie, not the humans. Like Right. So but they're all really fine, good.
0: though. Like, yeah. all the acting is good, and, and I like the characters and stuff. And I liked... They kind of did like a Captain Ahab thing with Sam Jackson's character, mm-hmm. where he's just on a vendetta to kill Kong. Like, he's oh, like, no. I'm not leaving this damn island until mm-hmm. we fucking kill King Kong. You know what I mean? It's like his thing. And I, th- I think they did a good job with that. So um, I liked the human characters. And it had part. some really
1: cool shots, directing-wise. And um, it has a good soundtrack, too. So yeah. Soundtrack,
0: oh, yeah. The score was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It, w- it was so
1: pretty cool. I listened to it like at work, mm. and it's really good.
2: And you have that big King Kong figure from Walmart that's in your video. The Mega figure. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and that, I think it looks super cool from back here for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, 18 inches tall. He's he's a big guy. He's yeah. dope. Uh, yeah, anyone that uh, hasn't looked at it, uh, we have a uh, YouTube channel now, and I just recently uploaded um, a video that showcases all my King Kong memorabilia, mostly action figures, stuff like that I've acquired over the years. So definitely check that out. Uh, So yeah, Kong Skull Island is making me scared. (laughs) Kia, what about you? What have you got for us?
1: What's making me scared is the movie Get Out, and I really like the movie. Um, I don't want to talk it to death because I feel like it's been talked so much, and I'm sure everyone that's listening has probably already seen it, so knows everything about it. But um, yeah, I just really really liked it. I've never seen anything like it before, and... You know, I remember earlier in one of our podcasts, I mentioned having horror movies and more people of color. So this is basically what this is, and um, directed by someone of color and written, the first sorry. director of color yeah. of, a, of a of any movie to make that, yeah, of any movie of any genre, For, to first make writer
0: director, yeah,
1: It's not that crazy? Yeah. And that it's like about something, and it's so interesting because it's already kind of entered our social vernacular. Like everyone's like the sunken place. Yeah. Like, when Villanova lost earlier, so when um, the, the scene where he's crying watching TV, they put a Villanova hat on him, and it's like, Villanova is in the sunken place. Like March that's, Madness, yeah. That's already become, like, a thing that people know about that's crazy. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of interesting, and Craig and I were talking about it the other day, that maybe 10 years from now, this will be like, I'm, I'm sure some people might think we're talking too bigly, but... Bigly? Oh, no. But... um. <laughs> That this might be our generation's, like, exorcist or something. I mean, it could be that kind of iconic horror movie. And we haven't really had one, I feel like, iconic horror movie in our generation since, like, Scream. Where it's been so huge. Like, we've had some big... Movies, well, right? But that's not... what I was
0: gonna bring up with with Jeff in Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is probably the last horror movie that got like wide acclaim and a huge box office hit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It won like Oscars and got nominated and stuff, and I think no, Get Out yeah. is gonna be like the next iteration of that where people yeah. take it seriously, uh, like critically, but also people actually go see the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like a, a hit commercially and stuff. There that, been- that tends to happen, like, every 20 or 30 years, like, with Exorcist mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean, then Sons of Lambs, and now we have Get yeah. Out, you know, so... And like
2: I was saying with when we did the uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe, there's those certain horror movies that are, like, only good to horror fans, and then there's right. other movies that are just, like, good across the board, and I think this is one of those movies that, like, you don't even have to be a horror fan to enjoy this movie, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I mean... Like you said, I feel like most people have seen it by now, but it's, right. like, it works on so many different levels. It's a great horror movie, but it's also, it has like a message and it's, uh, but it also doesn't like hit you over the head with it necessarily. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's and I had, it's great.
1: I had thought like other horror movies that come out that would be like the next big thing, like, um, like the Babadook and it follows and they were big, huge yeah. and very well received, but they haven't really taken off. I don't feel like as like get out has like, We're already and I can't think of a horror movie since *Scream* where it's quotable. Like everyone knows what's your favorite scary movie that where that's from. Sure. And like with *Get Out*, it's *The Sunken Place*. Like, and I can't think of anything else in between from a horror movie that's that significant that that's popular. You know, so that's pretty cool. Mm. And it's our generation. Like,
2: yeah, he's our he's our age a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's because sometimes you kind of worry. Craig and I have talked about that people our age aren't. They're remaking things and not doing anything yeah. new, but there are people out there that are doing things new. Obviously, like Donald Glover, he's also around our age doing right. something new. Oh my age, and um, <laughs> and and Jordan Peele. So it's like, and the fact that he says that he wants to do more of these right. intelligent, smart horror movies, I think that's really cool. This could be like the start of something new and awesome. And to know that we, I, you know, I can see people in these movies that look like me, and we can live, and we can like. <laughs> we don't get killed off immediately. Yeah. 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 You know, so Um,
0: it's pretty cool. And it is kind of cool, like kind of piggybacking off of that. Like I am really worried that our, our generation has just become like a torchbearer generation where we're basically just remaking the stuff that our parents, the grandparents did. Yeah. And that's basically all we do. You know know what I mean? Like, and then it'll take like the millennials or someone even younger to actually come up with some fresh new ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like it's very reassuring that someone creative, you, you know, yeah managed to do something so original and and um uh, and you would think that again studios would you know take note of this and would go man we only spent five million dollars on this and it made a hundred million <laughs> already i mean yeah. by the time this comes out it probably made even more oh yeah i feel um, like
2: i feel like it hasn't really lost any momentum as no far as people like are it, still yeah like so every about we, it, every weekend it probably it pretty much makes the same amount of money every weekend yeah pretty crazy so
0: I mean what's stopping these studios instead of sinking 250 million dollars into a Matrix reboot Mm -hmm. why don't they do like 10 horror movies where you get like actually talented people that have ideas and invest 5 to 10 million dollars in each one of them like if two Mm -hmm. of them hit like all of them are going to make their money back, but if two of them hit, like Get Out does, mm-hmm. they're going to be like rolling in it. So I, I just it. don't get it. I don't understand how the math works in Hollywood or a Is Get Out
1: Blumhouse? Is. It's Blumhouse, right? Yeah. They're yeah. like hitting on all cylinders. Like
0: Blumhouse is pretty great. Yeah. 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 I don't like
1: them.
2: The other thing, too, about well, Get Out. Hold oh, right. no, Sorry. you go ahead. I was just going to make a joke.
1: Do, <laughs> Do it! I'm ready. Do it.
2: I was going to say, well, I have an idea for a horror movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really did have an idea for a horror movie but then I found out it has the same plot of another movie I haven't seen yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I totally spoiled it for him too. Yeah. It was Don't Breathe. Totally. Yeah. Sorry.
2: There's this blind guy. I know he's a blind guy <laughs> but no, that wasn't part of my movie idea. But. Oops. Um, um, so yeah, and I think all three
0: of us really love to get out. Obviously, you can probably tell by listening oh, to this. Yeah. So. It's one
1: of those movies that like, I think every time you go back and watch it you'll see something that you didn't see before. It's pretty deep. Like the little things they like.
2: Right. Yeah, my... Uh, he sneaks in. And... My friend... One of my friends that I went with, it was his second time seeing it, and he was telling me, like, man, I picked up on all this stuff I didn't <laughs> notice the first time around. Um, but yeah, it's... Man. Yeah. Fantastic. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. All yes. right. Thanks.
1: Nice. Nice, cool. guys. Okay, oh, so... can you need to pick a movie?
0: Oh. All oh, yeah. right. So we, we had talked about... Since this week we did a Jason mm-hmm. film, a Friday 13th uh, film... It's inevitable that we need mm-hmm. to visit a Nightmare on Elm Street, so we have picked. <laughs> and you kind of lost it at the end there. It sounded like it doesn't it matter. First. You
1: knew what it was from. Uh,
0: <laughs> so so I, we have chosen so the <laughs> the most renegade film in the franchise. The and one, yeah, one that Jeff hasn't seen. Yeah, uh, one that Jeff hasn't seen. Probably one that Kia hasn't watched very often. The second one you've, you've
1: I've seen all of them multiple, multiple times, times? Yeah. okay
0: well the second one despite had... what
1: my performance on that quiz shows <laughs>
0: <laughs> the second one has like the least amount of continuity it is never referred to again in the franchise um, it's kind of considered the rogue film so that's what we're gonna do Freddy's Revenge uh, Nightmare on the Street Part 2 that, that's what we'll check out next time so
2: Yay. And if it's not on Netflix or anything, you can uh, get it at Walmart for, like, oh. five bucks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so. And it's in a two-pack with, like, other Freddy movies. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Right. All right. So. All right,
0: guys. All
2: right. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast. Facebook at Half-Assed Horror. Twitter at HAHorrorcast. And you can send us an email at halfassedhorrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfasthoracast.com.